You may have seen him on his skateboard. You may have seen him on TV. You may have even seen him climbing the shelves in his local supermarket or sitting on an aeroplane with all that extra legroom. He's best known for his work on stage, inspiring and motivating to the world and all it has to offer. Well, now you can hear him, JC, on his very own show, John Kudus. Instead of JC being interviewed, he's doing the interviewing. And the people lined up to have a chat with John Kudus are some of Australia's and the planet's most well-known celebrities, politicians and everyday people. JC resumes the interview he started on the previous episode. Enjoy. Oh, it gets me. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, he, he's, uh, you know, also a legend, isn't he? Oh, mate, he's... Oh, presto. Jeez, what a good football. One of my favourite footballers of all time. Yeah, he was... At the One time, he was, he was mine. He was my favourite alongside Matty Bowen. Just yep, excitement Mango, machine. Good guy, Mango, too. Yeah, but, um, yeah, the story about Presto, mate, he's so, so caring and would do... You know, would take the, the shirt off his back to give it to anybody. Yeah. Um, I remember we had a pre-season... Uh, and lead up to one of the years here at, at the Titans. It was it was a tough preseason under the guidance of Billy Johnson. Like yeah. he, he, oh. had us, he had us running, lifting heavyweight and so on. But I remember he, Presto was driving home after a big day's uh, workout and he, he saw a couple of kids playing in the, in the park. So he jumped, stopped, jumped out of his car and went to kick the footy with him. Did he really? Time, mate. I went Gee, home, I went home and slept that day. <laughs> to have the energy to do that. But that's him, though. That's him. That's him to a team. Yeah, oh, mate. Unbelievable. So inspiring. Now, what, was this your first game? Yeah, that was the actual first game when. That was the first game. The first game of the. That's where it all started. NRL the Harvey Norman All Stars. Yep. That was Preston's dream, and yep. to see that come to you know to reality for him and for everyone to be involved. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was a special night. So. You keep your jersey. Kept the jersey. Good man. Yeah, so I mean, even talking to some former players, you know, yep. Indigenous former players like, you know, Gordon Tullis, Cliff Lyons, yep. you know, some of the greats, you know, Andrew Walker, uh, Rod Silver, um, yeah, it was, yeah, they, they said well, they would have given anything to, to have played in an All-Stars game as really? well. Really? Yeah. Gee, well, Presto's done good there, hasn't he? Yeah. All right, you know, that's a great photo, but here's another photo for you. Oh, wow. Let's look at that. They the are girls. two of the most beautiful girls. Yeah. Aren't they just absolutely sensational? Look at me. How old are they there? Uh, there, they would have been probably about seven and, no, about nine and seven, I would nine say. Nine and seven? Yeah, so I'm just I'm just happy they look like their mum. Now, that's, that, look, this one is Talia, right? Yeah, that's Talia, yeah. And this one is? Kaylin. Kaylin, that's right. Yeah. And the thank God they do look like their mother, mate. <laughs> and Christy's a bit of a good sort, too, by the way. We've never met Christy, but yeah. you know, thank God they don't look like you there. Oh, look at the head in the middle. Yeah. Have a look That's at it. That's rough, isn't That's... it? That is rough. She hit with the ugly stick. You know, and, and a number of times. <laughs> but you know what, mate? You can see the love that they have for you there. Yeah. And, and you know, you look at one little finger, there's Kaylin, and you look at the other one, there's Talia, mate. They just got you wrapped right around there, haven't they? They do, yeah. So, you know. But I mean, you know, growing up, I, we, we had Tali when I was 23. Yep. And, you know, in terms of, you know, when the, the, the time to have children, you know, there's no right time. There is no right time. So back in the day, you know, if you had a, if you had a, you know, a, a kid at the age of 20, you know, yep. it, was, it was sort of almost frowned upon. Yeah, it was, yeah. So now it's sort of like, for me, at the time, I didn't know what happened because it wasn't planned, you know, by any means. But, yep. Um, you know, it certainly changed your focus uh, towards life um, because, of, you know, when you're by yourself and you're with your partner and Christy at the time yep. and she's my wife now, but yep. everything was just about us. But now 
That's what you live for. You live for your kids. You don't realise how selfish you are until the kids exactly. come along. Exactly. That's that's basically you know? what I was trying to say. Yeah, JC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't realise how how much free time you have. Yeah, well, you can just you know we can you, just do nothing, and then you got these two beautiful girls yeah. in your life. Now, um, Kayleen's followed in your footsteps too with the touch. Yeah, both of them have. Oh, both um, of them have. Yeah. So so right now, um, as it stands today, like Talia plays netball, so yep. she's shot up now. She's almost she? as tall as me. Which, uh, so she's shot up. She's playing netball at, at school, yep. um, but also plays club touch footy. Yep. So it's, it's a game what obviously I'm very passionate course, about, and yes. I can sit and actually watch and give and them tips. A bit of guidance. A bit yep. of guidance. But the, and also, Kaylin loves the soccer at school, but yep. loves the touch footy also. Do you overcoach? Are you an overcoaching parent? Well, I, well, I no. I, I sort of give them, say, two or three things I want, I want them to do and yep. think about on yep. the way to, to touch footy. And the answer I get back normally is, Dad, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I, I'd look over at Christy and go, can you help me? <laughs> she just like... Hey, you're on your own. <laughs> you're on your own. So it's like, you know, to, to have played the, the game of rugby league for 16 years at the highest level, yep. represent my state in state of origin in Queensland and, and for Australian origin. Yep. Um, yeah, and to, to come and, you know, play now, Queensland touch foot and, and for Australia for touch footy, but yet I can't tell my kids three things that I wanted to do. Three simple things. That's parenting, mate. And they turn around and say, Dad, you don't know what you're talking about. Can it I give hurts. you a little tip? It Let hurts. me give you a tip. <coughs> Get one of your friends to tell them. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to have to do. You know, because, I mean, we all went through it. We never listened to our parents. <laughs> exactly. You know, your parents know nothing. Yeah. You know, exactly. but, and, and then we all of a sudden it clicks in our head. Shit, we should listen to our parents. Yeah, you know it all bloody happens. Yeah, like it all, it's it's a who, vicious who was cycle. The toughest player you ever played against was it Gordy? Um, <coughs> in terms of intimidating, I'd have to say Gordy. Yep. Um, you know, to play against him, you know, to see the fear in in your I guess forwards' eyes more so. But to play alongside him is where I where it stands out most for me. Um, he was a lazy defender. There's no yep. doubt about that. He was a very lazy <coughs> player in regards to. Um, you know, getting on side. Yep. Um, but but the, the, his intimidation factor, I haven't really seen it, especially in today's game. And a lot of that's taken out of the game. But yeah, yeah. I remember all he said to me <coughs> defending outside him was, mate, you go low because I'm coming over the top Jesus. and I'm going to come hard. So if you're standing up with the opposition, you're going to get hammered too. And he goes, I'm not going to apologise. So I remember I tackled low. He come over the top. He whacked this guy. I can't even remember who it was this day. And he just whispered in his ear after just putting his face and rubbed it in the dirt. You can't, you keep on running this way, you're going to cop this all bloody day. And that was it. He didn't. All of a sudden, he's making five tackles. I'm making thirty. Let's <laughs> <laughs> look at that image of Gordy uh, tossing bloody um, Hodjo oh. over the sideline in the Origin match, mate. What about that? It was like the human boomerang. He <laughs> <laughs> was a stick. He was a comeback. Exactly. <laughs> Best player you've ever seen. Best player? Oh, mate, I mean, today I'd have to say Jonathan Thurston. Yep. Um, and also, I mean, Joey Johns was up there. You know, Darren Lockie. The, the, the way I, did, I define, you know, a great champion player is, is the ability to back up week after week, mm. year after year. The longevity. The longevity. And, and to be at the, the, the height of their game, the pinnacle of their game. Yep. Um, you know, over a long period of time, that's that's a sign of a champion player to me. It most certainly is. It's sort of a champion in life. Yeah, exactly. You know, off the field as well, when yeah. they're like that, it's 
And JT is so good at that, isn't he? Yeah, and just he's like you know as a player, even when you are playing against him and you're staying in the same, I guess arena as him, you still want to base your game and take the positives out of out of players. Yep. And the one thing I took out of JT's game was his competitiveness, like he, his ability to to never give up on a play, yep. whether it's the first minute or the 80th minute, is um, yeah, is, is remarkable. So, you know, for any kid listening out there who loves sport, yep. and this is across the board, is yep. that competitive edge that the game, uh, and those those little small efforts, those competitive efforts. Don't give up on them. Yeah, good. That's yeah. great advice. Great yeah. advice for everybody. For everybody, yeah. You know. So we've seen a lot of good players yeah. go into coaching. Now, I heard a little rumour that you're doing a bit of coaching with the uh, the Queensland under-20s yeah. with Hodjo as a head coach. Yeah. Um, is that something that you'd like to get involved in more? More yeah. coaching? Yeah, I think so. I, I, love, I love league and I love, um, you know, I guess guiding and... and more so being there to, to support the young guys coming yep. through and make them better players but also better people. Yep. Um, so I thought, you know, to, to get the opportunity, you know, from Hodjo, because he could have asked anyone, yep. um, to, to come in and, and help and assist him with his coaching in the under-20s, I, I thought it was a, a great opportunity for me to, to learn and, and dip the toes in in terms of coaching, whether, yep. you know, it was something that I really wanted to do. And uh, we had a camp sort of post, uh, just before Christmas actually, and I was a little bit nervous thinking, you know, uh, just to be around the young guys and didn't know how I was going to adapt in terms yep. of, you know, explain myself properly, talking to a to a group of men, young men who, you know, whether you trying to explain what you see and what, what you know, to break it down so they understand. Yep. That, that's what I it was like what Shanzi was doing yeah, for you. Yeah, that's what I was nervous about, but to see them understand it and for me to break it down simple but to see him go out and, and do it and do it the way you would like and to yep. see him do it yeah well, and when they do it well they do it and well, it works and it works it's, oh, oh mate but to see the smile you see the smile on their face going you know look look sort of look at you but don't say anything but yep. it's sort of like he knows what he's talking about yeah yeah, yeah. you know and, and to see and to break the game down so simple as tim did to me yep you can see the almost the penny penny drop in, in, really? the, in their in their own mind as yep. they're doing the drill. They go, oh, "This is a simple game." Yeah, most certainly is rugby yeah. league. Most certainly is a very very simple game. Yeah. So, um, I've got my. I don't know if you know this, but I actually have my level two in rugby league coaching. Do you? Yeah, I really do. It's something that I do aspire to. I would love to be an assistant coach and maybe even one day wow. coaching the NRL. I, I've taken steps towards that. Uh, to go now from level two to level three is a lot of experience. Wow. And you need to have that experience on the sideline as yeah. an assistant coach and things like that. So, so are you doing anything now? To... Not at the moment because I'm yeah. doing a lot of speaking and things like that. Yeah. But it is something that I um, I would to do, like eh? to do. Oh, most certainly, mate. Mm. You know, I, I grew up in a family where both mm. on oh, my dad coached rugby league for a long time. My brothers played and, and even my sister played. She was one of the first girls oh, wow, to, yeah. to play the game. And, uh, you know, and I just I love the sport. Yeah. I love how it's changed over the years. Yeah. Sorry, man. One second. Now, what about heroes and role models for you, both back in Isa and then uh, in the big smoke, mate? Um... Well, for me, it was always my, my father, you yep. know. Um, Hero or role model? Because I believe that they are two completely different things. Yeah. Heroes are 
for me, were like Arthur Beetson and oh yeah, of course. You know, people that you wanted to emulate. Like when you ran out on the football field or yeah. in the backyard, I'm going to be Scotty Pritch. Okay, or well, I'm going to be Andrew Jones. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And role models are like your parents yeah. or your grandparents or an uncle or someone like yeah. that. You know? No, no. Well, Dad would have to be my role model. Yeah. The way you break that down. Yeah. So the you know the hard work, you know, um, no frills, just get it done. Yep. For the family. Um, yeah, and he would he'd be the one you turn to, you know, when there's times of joy and yep. times of sadness. So yep. uh, in terms of hero, I would have to say Michael Jordan as a yep. as a basketball fan. Yep. You know, he'd be bouncing the ball. Be, yep. I thought it was, you know, Michael Jordan. Um, in, in terms of the league, uh, I'd have to say Andrew Johns. I'm yep. a massive supporter of Newcastle. Not necessarily the team, but the way they played their footy. Uh, especially in those sort of late 90s when they picked up the premiership Well, you know, it's funny you say that because yeah. Newcastle was also a mining town. Okay. And you've come from a mining town yourself. Yeah, I never really thought of it that you way. You know, yeah. and, and they played the game in a very, very simple way, yeah. which is what you understood. Yeah. You know, but, so I can um, so I see the resemblance yeah, there. Yeah, but the way the... I mean, Robbie O'Davis at the back, the Johns brothers and the halves, you know, they, they played a, a very expansive game of footy. We're reminding me of like a lot of touch football as well. There's some touch footy moves yep. in there. They, I don't know where they got them from, but yeah, I just love the way they played. It was an entertaining brand of football. Yep, but very skillful. Very very skillful. I still remember that try when they they stole the grand final away oh, from Manly up the blind side. Yeah, Darren and then Albert. he crossed the pass it back into Darren Albert who oh, crossed over there. Yeah. You know what? They twenty out, I think. Yeah, and Maybe Joey was a dumb. That. Joey was a dummy half. Yeah. And he took the ball up the blind. And I mean, he must have been only like five or six in from the sideline. Yeah. And he just created something yeah. from nothing, you exactly. know. There was nothing doing. And Darren Albert, the speed of Darren Albert got oh, into that quick, gap. Yeah. quick, Oh, man. He was the white on. flash, Darren Albert, wasn't he? I think Joey was suffering. I think he might have had some punctured lung or something as well. Yeah, saying. I think he, he suffered a lot of injuries, Joey, with his neck, his back, his lung. Yeah. He had a couple of leg injuries as well, like yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he, but he, you know, he, he hung on there and he came back so well from those injuries. Yeah. You know, and I think to, to me, that's what holds him up there is, you know, one of the greatest that's played our game because, sure. because of the way that he's come back to the game. Yeah. You know, he, he hasn't gone, oh, no, this is too hard. You know, I've, I've broken my back or, you know, he was able to come back and do it so well. Yeah. Especially coming back. I think he came back from a knee injury. Then he played Origin. Yep. And he dominated Queensland he through did, that I series. remember that oh, game, actually. He carved us up. Absolutely. And yeah, it hurt to watch. <laughs> Dirty bugger. For you, it did. <laughs> All right, let's, let's take the boots off. Yep. Hang them up for a minute. Now, in your business, I know you're doing a little bit with Little Leagueies, it's called. That's it, yeah. And how's that all going? Yeah, it's going well. It, it pretty much kicked off about four years ago. Yep. Um, we sat around. It was myself, Luke O'Dwyer, and Ashley Harrison. Yep. Um, you Two know, also good footballers from the Titans. That's right, yeah. And um, so we wanted to do something sort of post our, post our career. And, um, you know, the, you know, out, out in, the, in the community, there are, like, other little programs. Yep. Um, which involve soccer, AFL, uh, cricket, tennis, yep. and so on. So there was really nothing there for the opportunity to be involved in, in, in terms of the league, leaguey. So, I mean, and, and, and to go over that, it's not really league-based. There's no contact. It's all yep. non-contact. It's all fun. It's all based around, I guess, the first sort of um, first point of sport would be, you know, a rugby league football, and that's yep. all it is. So it works on more hand-eye coordination hand and things like that and having fun. Yes, having, fun, having fun, yep, yep, motor skills, uh, 
you know, learning colours and numbers, listening yep. in, you know, to listen to... What age group are you targeting? So it's between the ages of two and six. Wow, good yeah, age. So um, we've actually just uh, just signed off on a, um, a partnership um, with the Queensland Government, so they nice. jumped on board. So a lot of the focus also is about being active, um, involving health as well. Yep. So really pushing that message and hopefully building, you know, Queensland to be one of the, the healthiest states. Yeah, how good know. will that be, mate? Yeah, mate, that's, and that's, that's our a good dream. goal. That's, that's a great goal. So um, we're a part of that vision for the Queensland Government and we'll be doing our best to uh, to grow our program throughout yep. not only in the southeast Queensland, the Gold Coast and Brisbane and even down in, into the northern New South Wales. But, you know, looking... You go across the border, do you? Oh, just, it hurts, but we get across. <laughs> we get across there occasionally. Good, very good. What about, how's Deadly Dan and Justice Jones going? Yeah, the book series are going well. Deadly Dan and Justice Jones is going well. We've got three books out at the moment. Whoa. Uh, there's four, five, six that are sort of in the pipeline, but we haven't really pulled the trigger on that. When are you going to bring me in on one, mate? When am I going to be on my skateboard doing a cameo? Well, in you somewhere? know what? You could be in. Mate. We'll get you in there. I could be like a dead body on the side of the road. <laughs> Half a body was found here today. We've got to get Deadly Dan and Justice Jones yeah, onto oh, it. And then you're just having a little sleep. Yeah, yeah, up. that'd be it. Yeah, hey. Wow. How good will that be? No, that's good. That's insane. Actually, I'll bring him now. We'll get him in. Yeah, we'll get, yeah very we'll get good. Now, with the three, uh, the three beautiful girls in your life. Yeah. You know... The testosterone in your house is lacking big time. Oh, isn't mate. It? That's why we had to go and buy a, a, a male dog. Oh. Little Zorro, his name is a little multi Has he still got him? No. Oh. That kills me even more. No. <laughs> How can he, there's no testosterone except Nothing for you. Except for me. Oh, no. Because we've got a bit of space at the back of the uh, house as well. And I said to Chrissy, come home one day, and I said, oh. Got some room there. I might build a man shed, you know. Good. She said, that's great. The kids can go out there. I was like, no, it's no, a man, man shed. shed. Exactly. She still doesn't get it. Oh, I, no. I need my, my male time away. You need to have that. You have to. So you got little Zorro as a, as a multi-shit too? Yeah. So he's a multi-shit? Mul- yeah, You're multi-shit. Right? Yeah, he's a multi-shit. <laughs> so how old's he? Uh, about two or three now. Oh, the girls are loving him. Yeah, yeah, they do. So he sort of keeps you company, but... Um, yeah, like the thing with living with, you know, young girls and obviously mum there at home is it, it, it's, it's sort of hard to adjust for myself, you know, being around an older older brother, yep. uh, football players, yep. you know, all my life, uh, footy teams, touch football teams and all the rest of it. So the one thing that I know is that if you create an argument or there's you're creating an argument with someone or there's some sort of debate with one and I don't know how it happens but... All of a sudden, you got three. You got three women against you. You will not win. You will not win. There is no chance. No chance. And and you and know, then, and oh. those two girls could be on your bandwagon, ripping one. All of a sudden, it's they turn. Th- they turn. How does this happen, mate? I don't. I can't answer that. I can answer a lot of questions, but is it? Do I view it a direct line to Doctor Phil? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could find him. Oh, mate. There's what? something going on. I need to know the secret. So what about when they start dating? What are you going to do there? Oh, I don't know. There's got to be a whole lot. You know what? You know what we do? We hire Gordy. We have to. You know, we can have him at the front door when they come and knock on the door. Gordy can be like Lurch. It opens the door. <laughs> I could always wheel you out. That might oh, scare mate. him. This is what happened. <gasps> this is what happened when he did the wrong thing. I cut his legs off. Exactly. Right? If you do the wrong thing by my daughter... <laughs> Guess what's going to get cut off? Yeah. And it ain't going to be your legs. Exactly. Right. Mate, we might have to put the thread well, in some of these guys. Jesus, we have to do something. Mm. I was thinking about entering the door nude. Oh, that's crossed my we mind. We don't want him to laugh. 
they'll just giggle their bloody heads off, but if that happens. It's crossed my mind. Do you, you set boundaries for the girls? Um, or does Christy do that? No, it's more Christy, but, you know, I, I'm, you know, being old school and being a father, it's mine are probably a little bit too harder than... than yeah, being a dad. Being a dad, yeah. So at this point in time, it, it's more around... We haven't had the you know the chats with with the boys as such. Either uh, you know, there's going to be a time when that yep. will happen, and I, I feel that that may be my role. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but in terms of where we are today, I mean, the social media, you know, that's a big thing, and yeah, especially when, when we you, didn't have it when we were growing exactly. up. Exactly. I mean, we had to either meet at the park. Mate, you're in, you're in bloody man. Oz. you were lucky to have power. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't even have Fox, and you know, the, I think the movies was probably really. I mean, Rocky Three's out there as one of the oh. premieres. Of the... You had to take your own chair. <laughs> take your own chair. <laughs> oh, well, so, I mean, you know, the social media thing seems to be a, a hot topic at the moment because yeah. it's sort of like they come home and, I mean, everyone, we, we used to do it all. And they come home and go, Mum, can I have a phone because everyone else at school has a phone. You know, I need to be on Instagram because everyone else is on Instagram. Yeah. I need to be on this. So... It's not as if we we can't give it to them. We can't, we, you know, we can't stop it. It's we just got to set boundaries. Got to set boundaries. Yeah. And I know that you know a few years back you had a few issues with some boundaries. Yes, you know, exactly. How, how did that get all sorted out? Pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah. all good. <laughs> <laughs> no, all sorted. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> now, they're, they're two very different girls, too, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. So Talia is, um, yeah, more. You know, the affectionate um, hugs, kisses, I love you, where for me, especially, I mean, Kaylin's the quite opposite. She's a little bit rough, um, wears the shorts, you know, the, the shirts, loves the rough stuff. Yep. Steals my clothes, like wants to wear my singlets and carry on. So. Yeah, that's bad, isn't it? The same, the same, you're the same size as your daughter and you wear any clothes. <laughs> no, they are still massive on her, but yeah. She's just wearing them. Yeah, and. Uh, where Talia is really, um, really enjoying a school, like loves reading. Yep. Um, sort of that more focus, you know, in terms of education. Yep. Where Kaylin couldn't give two hoots. When things are a little bit tough for you at home or, or where it might be, do you have somewhere special to go? What do you like to do? Uh, for me, um, you know, I, I love uh, still playing, you know, the PlayStation. I think that's a little yep. bit of an out for me. Yep. Um, when I'm playing NBA on that. So it sort of puts my mind a little bit at ease. Yep, so. yep. Makes me feel like I'm I'm actually one of them. Mine's fishing. Fishing. Yeah. Oh, I've never been a fisherman, but really, if there, if there's any beverages involved, I'd uh, like to come along. Well, mate, I can organise that. Well, there you go. That's a I date. I can organise that. It's a date. That's a date. I, I, mate, I'll come fishing as long as we don't go too far out. Because oh no, it's, we stay in the seaway. Oh, okay. So yeah. that might be okay. Yeah, you can jump off and have a swim, and just gotta watch out for the sharks. We've got a hammerhead there once. Really? Yeah, no joke. Then. I'm not a fisherman either. Well, you'll be right. Well, I'll teach you. We used to be up and home with Crocs. Oh, oh yeah, of course. What's safer? In, were they that far inland at Isa? Yeah. Or are you talking about Townsville? No, it's Isa, yeah. Really? Yeah, salties and a few freshies. Really? Like well, anything freshies anything with teeth, man. They're like <laughs> predators. Now, are you, uh, are you a big thing for writing down goals? You teach your girls um, that? No, well, through my through my career, I lived on goals, and yep. I, I'd really drive that message with with the children I talk today. But not necessarily write them down. I, I'm I'm really focused, sort of now. You know, as you get older, you, you can sort of understand. You can yep. move, maneuver it where you can just have them in my mind mentally. Yep. Um, so I do set goals today. Yes, yep. around sport, around life. 
um, and visual to see your goals visually it yep. actually helps. I, I'm a big thing for goals. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm a big thing because, you know, when they're, when they're in your head, they're 50% chance of you making it happen. Yeah. When you write it down, it goes to 80%. Wow. Yeah, I and know. that's a fact. It is a, it is a fact, mate. Okay. You know, you get to see it there and you get yeah. to work towards it, things yeah. like that. And some people write down their goals and they're, they, they're not realistic and that's the yeah. big thing. Yeah. You've got to keep them real. And I think that's one thing that my dad taught me, you know, because I, I watch my brothers play rugby league and, and ride push bikes and all that, and it's something that I wanted to do growing up. I wanted to be just like they did. And, you know, I used to whinge and bitch all the time and shit like that. And I still remember my old man saying, instead of whinging and bitching about the things you can't do, look at the things that you can do. Yeah, it's good. You it's know, a good and, message, and yeah. very, very simple. Yeah. Simple, yeah. Very good, simple message. Yeah. Now, the toughest question for you today is, do you remember the first time you met me? Was it was it in was it in West Tigers or Penrith? No, I think it might have been actually. Or was it Cowboys? I think it was the Cowboys with Shinji. Yeah, you might have come up there. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Because I remember seeing you and meeting you, and then I hadn't seen you for a number of years, and we caught up yep. again. I was yep. just trying to remember. Yeah, no, well, we didn't like I because Shinji got me up there. That's and and I, I did a talk for the Cowboys you're when probably, you were there. You probably frightened the shit out of me because I was only like 18 or something. You were very young. Young. And and I still remember Tim saying to me, have a look at this kid. Yeah. You know, and I've got to tell you, you stood out. Even at that age, you stood out as a personality, not okay. just as a football player. And you really had a lot of drive. Yeah. And, and you weren't one of the young Yahoo hot-headeds you know, you have your moments like everybody does. Yeah. But you were, you were pretty calm and subdued and you always knew where you wanted to go. Yeah. That was my feeling that I got from you. Okay. You know, and look where it took you. Yeah. You know, well, it really took you yeah. well. Yeah. And in terms of your goals, and you know, when through the hard times, when you're hitting those yeah. hard times, that's what gets you through. You it think, sure does. It's like where, where you know, you makes you refocus yep. where things are at. Yep. Staying focused is a big thing. And, yeah. And then when you signed on with the Titans, you and I then... That's you know, right. we draw on our friendship there yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, we've been mates really, big Cardi, we've been mates really ever since, you know, you know, good mates mm-hmm. since that time but then when you joined the Titans and that's, is that 11 years ago? Yeah, about 11 years ago now. Gee whiz. Where does it go, mate? <laughs> Tell me about it. You see, you see it in your children, eh, your oh, age? Yeah. You yeah. sure do. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for your effort and I hope you are, you enjoyed my beautiful castle here. It's not a bad little spot. Mate, this is remarkable. I can't believe you got all those car parks for you. Yeah, I know. How does that? And how, a lot many, of, how many visitors do you have? Oh, too many. <laughs> There's a lot of spastic spots down there too. Oh. So I hope you got in one of those, mate. No, so I did not take that. But uh, everybody, this has been my very good mate. As I said, the Prince of Rugby League, the legend, wow. Scotty Prince. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank JC. Thank you, mate. Awesome. Cheers. You've just listened to John Kudis's Rolling Success podcast show. Please make sure you subscribe to listen to all the podcasts and follow John Kudis on all social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn.